Hello, this is Ted from Dementia Talks. I'm here with Christy. Hi. And we're going to uh, talk about um, an issue that was raised on um, the channel, on the YouTube channel and in uh, other places. And that's, um, what do you do if your partner um, or loved one doesn't want to get the um, get diagnosed or get uh, checked out to find out if they have dementia. Yeah, they're in denial. Yeah, they're in denial. Yep. Um, before I get too far, just want to remind you, new book is out on Amazon uh, in both Kindle and in uh, hardback um, or paperback. Um, it's in a lot. It's in a um, larger format, so it's uh, easy to read. Okay, so um, I'm going to follow kind of the outline that um, that the Alzheimer's Association has provided from the UK. Um, there is an article up on dementia talks and watering light that I've expanded further on that. Uh, kind of give uh, 10, 10 more things that you can look at, but we'll we'll stick with theirs. Eight's a good number, and uh, kind of open that up. So the first thing they talk about is. Um, having um, have conversations without conflict um, they put in parentheses uh, dementia can be the elephant in the room with everybody afraid to talk about it so uh, what do you what's your thoughts on well we surely don't have a problem talking about it <laughs> we are advocates and spokespeople to get the word out that dementia is real and people get it and you can live with it just positively and just like um cancer right. just like all the other things that people need to talk about and be aware of whether it's you know depression etc mm -hmm. so um we don't have any trouble talking about it no and um that that's certainly been true for us i think that uh, that um what, do, what would you be your, so say you got family and whatever and a certain one of the people potentially is showing signs of dementia, um, how would you, um, as a family? As a family, okay, that's a good one. Um, well, first off, I, you can relate to, the, to the, what they may be doing to someone that you know, say, oh, gosh, you know, friend that was diagnosed with de dementia two years ago started out the same way. Mm. You know, I, I, it's just ironic, yep. isn't it? Now, I don't know if you have that or not, <laughs> but it, that's how he started out. Right. And then let it drop. Right. Um, you know, and it might be, and, and I know you're going to disagree with me here, um, going behind the person's back, but there is a certain amount of support when you, you know, not trick them into, but you can make hypothetical situations yeah. sound real and lead them. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink, but you can at least get them to the watering hole. Right. And in the meantime, give examples of how, um, diagnosis can help. Yeah. You know, you can certainly play, uh, read, read books like uh, I'm Still Alice, or Still, yeah, Alice, Still Alice, and or um, there's 
new information from uh, on uh, Robin Williams with uh, there's a video there about mm -hmm. him and what have you. You know, he was Chicken Soup for the Soul. Those are old books, been around for a long time. But I had a friend send one to me, and they're little short excerpts mm. of heartwarming situations in a with people with dementia. Uh, rather humorous as well because you can laugh and that's why I, I, I don't disagree with you but I would uh, put what they put number is number two ahead of number one which is uh, find the facts um, so okay. right so uh, far too often people when you say just to someone that they do they have dementia uh, or you think that they might have the signs of dementia their mind might be, well, that's only for very old people in nursing homes or what have you, right? Mm -hmm. where, where actually, quite frankly, um, a lot of those people are misdiagnosed anyway. Uh, they have aging. Mm -hmm. um, but dementia, by its nature, uh, represents the damage to the brain, mm -hmm. whether it's Alzheimer's or Lewy body or vascular or uh, frontal, right? They all, uh, frontal lobe, you know, um, they all have some element of damage to the brain. It's not um, something that is about aging and losing your mind or capacity, mm -hmm. right? That's not what it is. Unfortunately, in years gone by, um, that's the way they looked at it. And so we're, we're, we're fighting a, a, um, a moral or, or a, a norm that quite frankly is, we're, is like pushing, pushing a rock up a hill. Right, to get people to understand what dementia really is, mm -hmm. uh, even doctors, for that matter. Um, you know, um, we had a doctor who um, we who was a neurologist who um, I got I see saw the notes afterwards, and he says, "Well, he doesn't look demented," and that's not even how dementia works, right? You know, it's it's. He didn't. He said he didn't. Appear, appear demented yeah. and but but I heard what he was he was giving you credit for being as on top of it as yeah you are. but but the word demented it's it a clinical carries, term yeah it carries it's a clinical term. yeah it carries with its connotations I know but so that's why that's why it's important to understand the facts right so understand what the various types of dementia are how how it's diagnosed um, what the steps are to, to get to a diagnosis, etc., and then uh, understanding what once you have a diagnosis, how you can, how they can get set up a treatment plan for you, from from a medication point of view to help you um, be better off each day, even though your dementia may be progressing. Okay. Um, so that's why I looked at number two as. I, 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 I like to work from a, a, an understanding point of view, and if you can get the person to an understanding point of view, then you can make a more, much more of a form versus emotional decision. Um, That's true. Um, and, but if it's gone undiagnosed for a long time, mm -hmm. they may not be care, capable of right. the understanding. That's true. That's very true. Uh, um, yeah, you know, and it's so hard. We, you know, we've said on many occasions that 
I didn't see a, I didn't see you have a problem, but you knew you did. Right. It is very and, subtle. It, you know, but I, I didn't witness it. He was still, you know. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, getting the facts is more than just uh, facts online or what have mm -hmm. you. It is about um, also understanding how it works and that kind of stuff. And, and if you can uh, connect with other people who have dementia, you might get a more personal understanding of it that kind of right. stuff there are right. groups and that kind of stuff um that um and there's certainly the alzheimer's association and what have you and other organizations um that you can reach out and talk to or meet with um so that gets to number three which is you know getting help is um i think sometimes the hardest part um yeah because it's it depends not, on where you live. Yeah. It's the demographics. It's your financial situation. Um, it, 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 so many things play into it. Right. Um, whether both people are still working. Um, when we got the diagnosis, I was retired. I was able to follow him along. But if I was still working, I wouldn't have been able mm -hmm. to attend a lot of the appointments um and it, you still have family i mean i'm in a group where some people are still raising children and right. they have a loved one that is um suffering from dementia and they're trying to juggle mm -hmm. a whole bunch of stuff you know that brings up a point about working i mean um there is there'll be five million people this year alone that are, are going to be diagnosed with dementia that are still working, they're still under a corporate or some type of insurance plan. In other words, instead of Medicaid or Medicare uh, or Medicare, uh, they're not retired, they're not 65 or older, they're in the working workforce. In five, actually it's 5.5 million people last year were diagnosed while in, in the workforce. Um, that's, a, that's a big number. It is. Right. And, um, it, it impacts a lot of people, even though they're already working. Yeah, they're still working. and it doesn't just impact those people. It impacts spouses, caregivers, children, grandchildren, um, in so many ways. Yeah, it's just not the, the that person with dementia that they. Yeah, yeah. Their their number three three one is then get help. Right? Yeah. Um, and that's the hard, that's very, very hard to do. Um, and, you know, you say the clinics, and I brought up um, clinics are great places that um, all the doctors talk together. Your neurologist, your pain doctor, your, all, the, all the doctors talk together and treat you, uh, not just treat the symptoms, but treat the person. But if you don't live near Cleveland Clinic or Mayo or um, Scripps or whatever, there's lots of teaching hospitals. Right. That Te Texas A and M. We 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 right. work with them. Yeah. And um, so that uh, our one doctor went from Cleveland um, to research at U of M University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, and so you know 
if you live near a um, IU Bloomington University Medical Center, yeah, yeah, um, that's another way to get some treatment, and even maybe get part of a research, be into a, a get into research. Right, is a chance to actually also become part of a group. Yeah. Right. So you, right. My point on the prior one was don't feel like you're alone. This is not. First off, it's not, you shouldn't be, you're not alone with you and your caregiver. Your caregiver also is part, becomes partly your advocate, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, whether you know it or not, um, you may, may be dropping some of the facts, right? Yeah. Right? And so um, you need that advocate there to help um, explain to the doctors uh, when things started happening, what have you, mm -hmm. and they will, I guarantee you, if they, when you get really into the, uh, figuring, getting to the diagnosis, they will dig into all the times that this happened and that happened and when did this happen and when did that happen, and you need that advocate. Um, if yeah. you don't get confused by that, <laughs> oh, if you don't get confused by that, you don't have, you don't have dementia. <laughs> And, and doctors, we all know, are on a time schedule. Right. So if you don't respond, and, and how many of you feel pressured or on a clock when you go to see the doctor? I think most of us do. And But when you've got dementia, you can't be on the clock um, because you need it takes you longer to process the questions that they give you. I love the one question I'll do um they always ask when we go into the the nurse that you know takes the information and your meds and stuff. They ask you several questions, and one of them is, "Do you feel safe in your home?" And I know that's directed at me, in case he feels abused. Mm -hmm. And he said, "Oh yes, I feel safe in my home." And I look at him and I say, "Good answer." <laughs> <laughs> And the nurse just like, and then she realizes we were, uh, yeah. yeah uh, well, that kind of leads us into number four, which yes. is work, work together, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, getting to a diagnosis is about working together, right? It is not about um, us versus them or you right. becoming the prosecutor to say, look, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do that, right? And now the person feels like you're prosecuting them or whatever in like a yeah. trial. You're you're in it together, mm -hmm. and that's you know that's hard to do. But right. I, um, I think if you can't if you can't uh, do that, quite frankly, I think you probably do need some marriage, some some counseling, right? right. Because um, that is like the foundation mm -hmm. of working you know, a relationship where the caregiver and the patient. Uh, the person potentially with dementia move forward together. Right. 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 If you can't do that, uh, first off, you're not going to have a good caregiver and and relationship. Right. right? Um, you. It, it just. It is so much the foundation. Mm -hmm. like you can't. You can't say it any other way. Um, the next one is is to be positive. Yeah. Right. Um, some some of our friends are just um, remarkable about how positive I am, but I've chosen to be that that it's way. It's a choice, and um, I, I will admit that in the beginning it was hard. But, yes, um, it was scary, um, 
And in the beginning, and we touched on this on the clip that we had to throw away, um, <laughs> but um, I didn't want to leave him because he was very depressed and I knew suicide might be an option. And so there was a period of time in the beginning right. that I didn't leave him alone. Um, and one time I did leave him alone and it was fine. I, but I'm saying you're not always gonna to have to feel that way. Right, clinical depression is very much, can be very much a part of, of, of dementia. And that's important to understand, mm -hmm. right, for people. Um, that um, what you see on the outside is only a small fraction of what's going on on the inside, right? Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, you're, when you don't trust your thinking or you um, look at your life and say, I don't want it to be this way or I don't want it to end this way, um, that's when clinical depression starts raising its ugly head and um, it's dangerous, mm -hmm. right? And um, so not only to get, I think that you seized on it right away. I was honest about where I was. Right. And then I got the medical help that I needed, but then I chose each day to be positive. Mm-hmm. The funny part is I did it so many days that have just become a habit. It's just yeah, the way I am. It's, 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 it's my it personality really now. So it's, just it's easy to say be positive. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that the, it's a journey, not just a, something that you do once. Right. Right. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that gets it. I feel very blessed because of that. Um, it makes um, our relationship wonderful. The, the next item that they bring up is don't force it, right? So if you're in, um, so I, I think the, the simplest example would be when I, she, I, she would say, do you, do you, do you, did you do this or do you remember this or whatever? And I would go, I, I don't even, I, it wasn't that I did forgot it. It's re, it's it's that I didn't even remember any of the conversation, any of the thing happened. It was a total blank, right? And so, um, you know, it's important then for the caregiver to give space. You you give me space to come around to find the memory, right? And mm -hmm. um, we we love of snow and she tell, says you got to open that file drawer and it may take a while to get to that file drawer right yeah. and so it's not like it, it uh total blank it's but it's the time frame to get to it is long right yes. and so i got to find that file to open it to remember it but if you're looking you as a caregiver are looking for a response to that it might not happen while you're what you want, right? Right, right. And also, sometimes you can um, prompt. I right. do a lot of prompting. I know they say you're not supposed to prompt, but sometimes you just need to oh. prompt. Um, and yeah. you know, I hope it doesn't make. I don't think it makes you feel bad. It's hard to prompt no. when you're in a group. Yeah. Um, but everybody's grateful that you prompt. One of the things that people may not understand about dementia, it also impacts your ability 
to speak, mm-hmm. right? And for me, um, you would never know it because I love to talk, but um, you, I can get to a point where I can't get a word out, mm-hmm. and um, it will drive me nuts trying to get to that word, right? And so prompting doesn't hurt me; it helps me because it releases me to not be in this. Uh, memory trap of trying to remember what that word was because i'll right. go into the I, i'll i'll keep going after it till the middle of the night and i won't go to sleep until i come up with it mm-hmm. and i'd rather have the prompt right. and move on than than right. not have it uh, number seven uh is be kind to yourself um and this is really not just for um the person who has dementia this is really all for the caregiver Right, so um, it, you are not in it alone, and um, the care they're um, getting in a group of people that are caregivers is um, important as well as it is to get in a group for me to get in a group of people who um, all have dementia, early onset dementia. And you're also lucky to be in a group of coffee people, coffee guys. Oh yes. That do not have dementia, um, at least they don't think they do, um, which is fine. Uh, I don't mean that they do, but they all just humor each other, and they call you out if you make a mistake. Right. You know, they're 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 not shy with you, and um, and they're very kind, and they watch out for you. Yeah. And that is probably more important than... Having friends, having a group of friends to um, help you through this process and be kind to you about it is... And not just so family. Important. No, no. Actually, sometimes better better to not to be family. Right, right. So, um, you know, friends or family that you've, you, you've um, brought in, so... Mm-hmm. Um, so last one, last to keep on our time is is practical planning, and um, they're they're talking there about the aspects of understanding from a practical point of view the reason for getting the diagnosis is so that you can do the planning of what to do right. So if you put off certain things, your it's going to pack your yourself and your family financially. It's going to pack impact um, how people uh, deal with it. Um, so there is a practical planning point of view um, that is not for me, it's, it's for others, right? It's for the rest, for, my fa- for you, for my family. That's uh, important. And so some of the reason you can explain for the person that or one of the, that reason for explain to the person is the reason to go to make sure and get a diagnosis if it's there. Remember that, that dementia is always a source, a form of brain damage. Right? There's something physically being damaged. So um, remember that then that there's it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse, right? And so now, so this is that's you've got an opportunity to do some practical planning for your spouse, for your loved ones, your family, what have you. Uh, and I think that's the higher road. When I, when I knew the dementia was on, the, the, on my radar, 
my thought wasn't about me. My thoughts were, okay, I don't want my, I don't want her being saddled with me with no memory, what have you. I mean, I've seen all the movies and what have you. Um, I don't, I don't want her to be carrying in a notebook to remind me who I am every day, right? Uh, That's the easy part. There's biological changes that come along with dementia as well. That's the part I'm more worried about. Right, yeah. Right. So that to me is the the crown on, on the whole thing is the reason for it is not for me, but for my loved ones. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, it means you look ahead differently. Where do we want to finish out our life together? Do we need a, we don't need two cars. Oh, we still have two cars because one drives in the snow, one gets good gas mileage. Um, but um, we don't need those. Um, and other situations, you look around, he's shuffling. So you might want to move rugs and um, find places that are of comfort. Yeah, I have trouble with balance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, um, and planning, find my friends on my phone. When he goes out and takes the dog for a walk, um, do you have your phone? So I can always check to see where he is. And uh, how nice, because otherwise it, he was gone this morning longer. Right. And I was just able, I knew that he was in the lobby. Um, and so I, I didn't have to call and say, where are you? Um, I'm worried. Um, and that's happened more than once. He oh, yeah. stops and talks to a neighbor or ends right. up at somebody's house. Yeah, and wandering is a real part of yeah. dementia, right? Yeah. So yeah. people do wander. So those are, um, you know, just the fact. And he's got planning. He's oh, got yeah. a wristband that gives my information on it if he's This lost. is by road ID. It has both my her information on how to contact her. And it also has uh, my medical alert on it. So if I'm right. in an accident or whatever, not only do they have the medical alert, but they have, and these are put out by road ID. So they're, uh, you can There's go online. There's a lot of places. There's a lot of places, do, whatever, but, but this is this from road ID. Patsy also has it on her. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. But yeah. those are pl- practical things um, that need to be done. Right. right. And they need to be discussed, you know, and, and you can be paranoid. Say, oh, you're just trying to keep track of me. You're just trying to keep, well, you know, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you don't trust me. No, I trust you. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's, you can, he can think of it being different. You yeah. know, he's not confrontational, yeah, which is nice. Yeah. So, um, again, this, we, this is a come up because this is a, a new request that's come up on on the YouTube channel and and on podcast. Uh, it's going to be a two parter, and uh, so we hope we've covered a, a lot here. There's more to come in the second part, and um, we even hope... a joke at the end. <laughs> okay, I'll, you have to say watch part two then. <laughs> <laughs> watch part two. All right, everybody. Uh, we really thank you for joining us today. And uh, we want you to have a very positive day. Goodbye.